0: What's up, guys? The final score is here again. We took a week off last week, and you'll notice Matthew is not here with us tonight. He's he was out of maternity leave. Now he's a little under the weather, so we give him the week off. We do have his Super Bowl picks with me tonight. Is how about them Cowboys? My uh, assistant coach from over that Northeast Academy, Mr. Eric Sawyer, he's going to be filling in for Matthew tonight. We got a big show coming up. We're gonna get ready in just a second. After we do our intro, we'll we'll be talking to Eric about the Cowboys. We'll be talking Super Bowl, a little bit of everything tonight, but the main thing we'll be talking about is the Super Bowl. Who if you you're right there, comment. Let us know who you think is gonna win. Let us know all your thoughts on this Super Bowl or whatever's going on in the world of sports. And this is the final score. <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Final Score with Matthew and
0: TV. Good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Like I said, it's Super Bowl week, Super Bowl 58. We did, weren't hit. like I said, we weren't here last week to talk about the AFC and the NFC championship games. But we'll get into that a little bit tonight. Then we will go right into the Super Bowl. But like I said, gotta welcome a first time, first time co co-host, uh, Mister Eric. How about them Cowboys, you What's up, buddy? What are you doing, Reno? Look, I and I know one person that Matthew is already chiming in. I know this has got to be Matthew. We already got one comment. Wow, who made that nice intro? I don't know some. Some freaking dorky Giants fan is what I see. I don't know about you, Eric. What you think?
2: I don't know. He he came across the wrong bloodline. I guess he needed to be. He got the wrong blue on.
0: <laughs> so, like I said, we're going to talk Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Kansas City and uh, San Francisco, who advanced. San Francisco advances after a big comeback win over Detroit, and uh, Kansas City gets the win over Baltimore. Imagine that. Lamar Jackson, everybody uh, everybody thinks he is so great. He flops again in a big-time game. Who, who said that? Who's been saying that all year? Right here. Nobody wanted to listen, but I've been saying it. He does it every year. But uh, before we get into that, and you can tell from the background there, the little star back there behind uh, Mr. Sawyer's head, he is a die-hard Cowboys fan. Now, Derek's a little bit younger than me, so he wasn't around to see when my Steelers dominated them all through the Super Bowls back in the 70s and all, all of that. But uh, all he remembers is when Neil O'Donnell got paid off to to throw that Super Bowl against the Cowboys. That's the only reason they beat us back in the last time the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl, 19, what was it, 95? 96. 96. <laughs> Back when VHS tapes were around. You couldn't even watch it on the You had to watch it on uh, VHS. I'm sorry. I had to give him a hard time, but uh, tell me how on earth Eric Sawyer became a Dallas Cowboys fan. I
2: became a Dallas fan from diapers. My dad was a big uh, Cowboys fan and he became a Cowboys fan because my grandpa was a Colts fan. So when the Colts were the Baltimore Colts, and my dad tried to pick a team that my uh, grandpa didn't like. So he was like, the Cowboys played the Colts in the Super Bowl. He's like, I like the one with the star on the helmet. And then my who dad want, raised me that, that same game, way. By,
0: who won that game, by the way?
2: The Baltimore.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, i just been, like I said, ever since I, I can remember growing up. But my favorite player growing up, was a lot of people don't even remember him. It's probably Roy Williams, the safety that used to play for Dallas. So growing up, I remember all the, I hate to say it, it's all our quarterbacks that we've been through, Quincy Carter, (laughs) Benny Testaverde, all them guys like that. But I've just been, uh, like I said, I've been through the Romo era, and now we're going through the Prescott era, and I don't see nothing too impressive.
0: I've uh, got to throw this up here, too. This has got to be Matthew again. They found Tupac's killer before the Cowboys could find the Super Bowl again.
2: That is the truth.
0: (laughs) Matthew is throwing some shade tonight. That's got to be Matthew. Um, So what are your thoughts? You know, you talked a little bit about not too impressive. You guys get, you know, you're the NFC East champions this year. You look like you're on a roll. But then playoff time comes around, and you guys are, are kind of like in the same boat as I feel like Baltimore is. You guys can win, dominate the regular season, but something about the pressure of the play I don't know if it's the pressure, something about the playoffs, you guys seem seem to can't handle it. And it, and it showed again this year as you guys got routed. In a game that the final score was closer than what the game was because they got a lot of garbage touchdowns at the end against uh, backups with the Packers. What do you think about the Cowboys right now? What's the state of the Cowboys according to Eric Sawyer?
2: According to me, I feel like we should have, you should have went ahead. Prescott's been the quarterback for eight years. Mm -hmm. He what people say about Lamar Jackson. I feel like Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback. I feel that Prescott's a good quarterback, but I feel that if you can't lead your team, which Lamar Jackson did lead his team to an AFC championship at least, but he does have the same playoff record that Dak Prescott does. But I wish, I don't know, that they would have fired Mike McCarthy and at least look for Prescott's, I don't even know, successor, I guess, because he's, He's gonna choke I mean next year, this will be the third year in a row that Cowboys has went twelve and five and go to the playoffs and get knocked out. I mean, we can't even get past the divisional round. We ain't been into the NFC championship since ninety five. I mean we won the Super Bowl in ninety six, but technically that was the ninety five season. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm like, you know, and we said we talked me and Matthew talked about it uh that week after the loss I'm like this with the Cowboys everybody and, and it, yeah Dak played terrible I mean interceptions. they should have had two more interceptions against the Packers but where was that defense at where was Michael Parsons at where was that secondary at you had two two plays in the same play called both times where Different receivers for the Packers were, were roaming down the sidelines wide open. And if uh if love throws a bullet, both of them plays or, or touchdown, but he was under pressure. He just lobbed it up there. It ends up with a big play that leads to a touchdown. But where that's a question I want I mean, I've been asked, where was that Dallas defense that everybody's been talking about all year long?
2: Well, the problem is with Dallas, I feel like, especially this year in the playoffs was Dallas has been, like you said, Michael Parson had been rushing the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then they get the rushing the quarterback, which I thought they did a very good job of rushing the quarterback. But like you said, in the defense, they were playing a lot of zone coverage in the playoff game. And the whole regular season, you played man coverage. Why go away from that if that's what you're winning with is man coverage?
0: That's a good question. Why would you switch that in the playoffs? It's kind of like, you know, I hate to keep throwing shade at Baltimore, but it's kind of like Baltimore uh ran the ball 16 times in the AFC championship game. 16 times. They threw the ball 80% of the play. A- I mean 80% of the game. Why do you go away from what got you there when it's the biggest uh, the second biggest game of the year and can get you to Super Bowl? Why do you switch it up? Why would you do that? I mean, yeah, it's okay if you want to throw somebody off a little bit, but once you see it's not working, you need to get back to what got you there.
2: Well, the famous play for the Baltimore Ravens has been the read option. And like you said, they get there and they don't even run the read option. And the read option with Lamar Jackson is I mean, a lot of quarterbacks like Prescott ever since he got the injury against the Giants a couple of years ago, it doesn't that you don't see Prescott run like that, and that takes away a threat on the offensive side of the ball. I wish, uh like I said, Lamar Jackson and them—if he would have kept running the read option like he was supposed to—they would. Uh, I mean, I felt like they would have been they would have been fine against Kansas City, but
0: well, and and it goes down remember, to coaching. If you remember early in the game on a fourth down play. They actually ran Lamar, and he gained about 40 yards. And then you had a play right after that with the running back. At that I can't remember which I think it might have been Justice Hill. I can't remember which one it was. He picks up about 16 yards. And then after that, you just go straight away from it. Everybody wanted to blame. All the Baltimore fans and the media wanted to blame Greg Roman, who was the offensive coordinator before uh, – this guy who I can't remember who this guy is that's there now for all the meltdowns in the playoffs. Well, guess what? Greg Roman's not there anymore. And you still did the same thing you do every year. What is the prime factor in that equation? And what I'm going to tell you, and I've been saying it, Baltimore fans, and I've heard from some of you Baltimore fans that, that agree with me. Some don't your head coach. He's had his time, but he's taking, he's making some, some head coaching decisions that have probably hurt y'all more than helped y'all uh, in the last three years. This analytics thing, going forward on fourth down, and we'll get into that in just a minute too. I think somebody else uh, needs to take a lesson on that too. But going forward on fourth down, I've seen three or four games that he's cost Baltimore the game. Because he went for it on on fourth down when he could have put points on the board and, and probably would have won the game if he just put points on the board. But you know Harbaugh, you know I don't know. It's kind of like and I'll say this: you you talk about Harbaugh and yeah and and you know I'm a Steelers fan. Tom makes some weird decisions at times too, and I'm actually tired of celebrating the fact that every year we we celebrate for some reason the fact that he's just he's he's hadn't had a losing record but he's just getting over it's not like he's going 12 and 5 13 and 4 he's going 9 and 8 and and getting a fi- over 500 record and everybody thinks that's the greatest thing in the world when a freaking playoff game dude we're the Steelers we ain't the freaking Ravens so uh Matthew is asking me to send the link so he can come in uh Matthew, you might need to rest your voice tonight. Keep them fingers typing. Yeah, Matthew is a little under the weather. But, Matthew, you let me know if you really want me to send the link, and I'll send it. Let me know. You don't want to part of Eric tonight. Eric might cut you down.
2: I think with the we go back to the Lamar Jackson thing is, to me, when you look at the offensive side of the football for Baltimore Ravens, who is the best player?
0: All our
2: old is. Okay. So that goes back to basketball, football, anything. When you get into a prime time moments to a prime time game, you want the ball and the best player's hand. Why yeah. is he not why is he not running the ball? Why I mean he's been running it all year. You said it perfectly. He's been running the ball all year. You get to a playoff game, a a game to go to the Super Bowl and you don't you don't run the ball, you just Stand back. That's that's never been your game. I mean, you look at the, his highlight tapes, in high school, college. I mean, he's a running quarterback. I mean, no knock on his game. I think he's a good quarterback, but you have to play to your strengths.
0: You 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 said it, and I I go back and and I'll throw shade at my boys at the Steelers. Uh, probably, and I know you you've seen highlights of him before your time. Cordell Stewart, probably the tough. first the first really running quarterback that the NFL had that could play, you know, he would play his rookie year. He played running back. He, he, they lined him up at running back. They lined him up at receiver. Then he went back to quarterback. And I mean, but then it was, it was a couple years. They tried to turn him into a pocket passer and, and he wouldn't run the ball. He would stay at the pocket. You're taking away your biggest strength. You, and it, look, I know that you don't want it, you don't want him to get hurt so you don't want him to have to run the ball but he's got to learn to get down and slide when it, when when he feels like contact's coming get down and slide but yeah they did the same thing with Cordell and Cordell had a rocket arm I mean he had a cannon on him too. He would have the thing that frustrated me about Cordell he would have one year where he would play lights out. Then the next year it was like he'd never seen the football before. Then the next year he would play lights out and then act like he'd never seen the football. It was up and down. Uh if Cordell was around this day and time, he would fit right in. I mean, he would be he would be one of the top quarterbacks of football. But you know, he would be like like Lamar, the bet Lamar is the best running back playing quarterback in the NFL. I'll say that to this day. And now oh well he gets saw that he doesn't he doesn't make good decisions in pressure time. Key point, that triple coverage pass in the, that it was intercepted in the end zone.
2: Yeah, that, that was hard. Why
0: yeah. do you throw that ball into triple coverage like that? And I know Baltimore fans are like, well, he did, they got interfered with. Well, he shouldn't have thrown it there to start with. You know, no, Not many quarterbacks going to try to make that throw. You're not Brett Favre trying to sling it in a, in a little area that doesn't exist.
2: I just feel like when you watch, all right, especially the Baltimore Kansas City AFC Championship. To me, when you have a team that has a good linebacker, somebody that can spy on a Lamar Jackson type of player, to me, I feel like Kansas City don't have that defensive guy that can, you know, compare to him. That's what just killed me watching that game of why not run the ball? You don't. Nobody on Kansas City's defense can compete with Lamar Jackson's speed and, you know, get to the outside and stuff like that. Nobody's going to stop that.
0: Well, I did notice. I did notice the second half of that game. There was, you know, when they would rush, they'd have whether it was three or four-man four, four man rush, One, especially if it was a four-man rush, one guy would come up the middle, the middle. One of the linebackers would come up middle, and he would stop. He would get to the line and stop. And these guys were crashing around the mall. He would spy. He was. They were running a spy on him. And I think that freaking freaked him out or something because he, you know, he just act like he had never played football. And then, of course, one of the other things that the Baltimore Ravens are, are uh, well known for, self destruction. And you talking about Zay Flowers, who made the news again today. Zay Flowers makes a great catch. And Zay Flowers played a heck of a game <laughs> against the against the Chiefs. Uh, he was probably besides Lamar their biggest offensive weapon. But then you go down there and taunt after you make that fifty yard catch, and I don't know. And I've heard a lot of people on on both sides of this story talking about, well, they should have caught They've been calling taunts like that for years. They they put that rule in. They don't even act like it's the first time that's ever been called. The push off of him was fine. When he got up and pushed off the guy, that's fine. When you throw the ball over him and you you stand over him, that's going to get it every time for you. And then the which Sneed made a hell of a play to punch the ball out before Flowers gets in the end zone. It's a touchback. I've heard that rule is going to be really looked at. Uh, this year. I don't know how they would change, what they would do to change it. Uh, You know, if you get the ball, if the offense gets the ball punched out, it rolls out the back of the end end zone out of bounds. It's a touchback. I don't know what they would say to turn, to to change it, but I mean, I think it's okay the way it is. Uh, That's just a disadvantage to the offense, but you can't make this all about the offense. Defense has to have some stuff too. But then Flowers gets in a fight with a bench on the, on the sidelines. And, and guess what? When you fight a bench, the bench is always going to win. And he cuts his hand. Immature stuff like that. And then the, the offside, I think uh, Raquan Ra- 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 Smith trying to get a penalty call, but ends up taking a cheap shot at one of the Chiefs offensive linemen. They get 15 yards for that. And that pretty much ended the game right there. So self-destruction of the Ravens. They do it to themselves every time
2: i don't know i just i was watching the video the other day with tom brady and i've always said you know football now to me has gotten a lot softer and you know we oh, always yeah. talk about coaching we always talk about you know people that you you know you would have been scared to play against a uh, ray lewis a uh, uh, james harrison guys like that you don't you don't have that fear i mean maybe aaron donald but football now has got so soft where you're not scared of them guys anymore because you know you can get the penalty you can get helmet to helmet unnecessary roughness you know unsportsmanlike conduct that's why people watch football people watch football for for the hits you know for the you know the intensity of the game for the love of the game why take something that people love out of the game because you want to make it soft like you're talking about with zay flowers and all these guys i mean that was a great defensive play but people are going to talk more junk about flowers fumbling the ball i mean that
0: was that was a great defensive that play. Was That's what that guy's supposed team. to do. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 would just say, I, I just say that Sneed, uh, and Sneed was the one that, that uh, Flowers was standing over when he got the taunting penalty, and uh, Karma bit him in the end. Uh, yeah, we got a comment. I don't know who this is. I don't know if this is Matthew or not, but uh, Eric, there's some. On your background. I That's don't some Good know. looking. <laughs> you out there are torturing. Uh, I don't know if we got some of our. Uh, me and Eric, actually, if you don't know, if you are just don't know us too well, me and Eric, uh, I'm the head coach at Northeast Academy. He is my longtime assistant coach. So some of our players may be in here giving us a hard time. We're we'll, we'll giving Eric a hard time. Mm-hmm. Uh, If it is
2: crap, you know, it's good-looking crap.
0: (laughs) I don't know about that, but anyway, uh, you can't polish up a turd too much. But anyway, let's move on to the NFC Championship game, the Lions and 49ers, the feel-good story of the year, the Detroit Lions in the the NFC Championship game for the first time since 1991. Here comes Robbie Birdsong. Another Cowboys fan, he's laughing away in there. Um, But yeah, and and this game starts off really surprisingly. The Lions just start putting it on the 49ers. I think they're up uh, 14 points at one time. Uh, Their score, they're moving down the field whenever they want to on that 49ers defense. And it just looks like the offense for the 49ers is like at a standstill. They don't know what to do. after halftime, total change. Uh, Brock Purdy comes out. He starts. He starts making some plays with his feet. Uh, gets get some scores, and all of a sudden they're back in this game. Well, twice, twice in field goal range. Coach uh, Dan Campbell for the Detroit Lions. He goes for it on fourth down, and. Uh, doesn't get it you know so that's six points right there and one of those field goals you know everybody's like well it's just six points blah blah blah." but guess what if they just score one of them field goals instead of turning over on downs and the 49ers getting a stop at home momentum would have changed it wouldn't have changed that was a big momentum shift the first time they stopped them on fourth down and then the second time it was over then, uh, you know. And unfortunately, the lines, uh, the lines get a. I don't know. I don't know. There, there was a lot of drop passes. There was some drop passes, and then you got. Uh, what is that noise? Is that my dog doing that? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. The Lions just blew it. And, I mean, I love Dan Campbell. I love Dan Campbell. But he made some uh, some big mistakes in that game. And and the, the 49ers end up coming back and winning that game in, in a close one. But, man, the Lions really blew an opportunity there. Well, I'm
2: going to tell you what I feel like about that Detroit game. Well, he went for it, if I'm not mistaken, he went for it three times on fourth down. Yeah. And I think he got it one time. But the last two times he didn't get it. I think what killed me the most is, like you said, especially with San Francisco at the end, they had a three point lead. San Francisco did. Mm
0: -hmm. And
2: Detroit, the last one could have kicked the field goal instead of going for, you know. That was my thing is, you know, just like I know as a coach, you're going to take them points because if you don't score the field goal there, you're going to go ahead and do what like San Francisco did and they can get up two possessions with, you know, time is in your factor there. You have to take the points. You got to take them. Any way you can get them.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you got you you just got to uh, put points on the board in the playoffs on the road, especially. So uh, hold on one second here. We got to Let me see if I can get this thing straight here, where we can. Hold on. Let me get this off, Eric. Oh, I may not be able to get this off, Eric. Hold on. Matthew. I can You can't. ever
1: seen them y'all ever seen them interviews where people were like like interrupt something and like make funny faces and stuff?
0: What you got to say, big boy?
1: I'm just interrupting. I'm just I don't want to get in the middle of things. I don't want to hack hack the interview.
0: Well, I can kick you out of here real quick. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I can do this. I can do this right here. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can take care of that. But anyway, Matthew, <laughs> Matthew joins in. How you feeling, buddy?
1: I'm feeling all right. Get, this morning was rough. Um, you know, everything is worse in the morning and worse at night. Yeah, <clears throat> But I'm doing doing better. What's up, Eric?
2: What's going on, Matthew? What you
0: oh, doing, man, buddy? Man.
2: Congratulations on your baby. Yeah, Thank we- you,
0: man. Thank you. We ha- we haven't made the official announcement up, up here yet, uh, but uh, the reason we were out last week, uh, Matthew and his wife uh, <laughs> welcomed a new, not so little baby boy. Uh, <laughs> gosh, that guy that guy could probably play offensive line for the Cowboys. Yeah, I tried
1: to get him. Um, I talked to the NFL and try to get him a contract. They weren't worried about his size; they were just worried about his age. So just a try again in a few years.
0: And we can fake his. Uh, we can fake <laughs> we can have a fake birth certificate. What was the guy's name? Was <laughs> <laughs> Carlos.
2: Carlos? Carlos. I am twelve.
0: I am, I am twelve. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get to some of the comments here. Do we catch up on Eric? You, uh, you, you're you getting it hard tonight, Buzz. Packers owner here. This has got to be Mark Vick. He owns stock in the Packers. Taking my opportunity to talk junk to a Dallas fan. So I'ma burn- tell
2: you oh, go ahead. Go ahead, boy. I'ma tell you I got a couple other Packers fans that I ain't gonna say watching or whatever's going on. But y'all, just like the 49ers, ever since I have always had the Cowboys number.
0: Yeah.
2: And and the Cowboys, like you said in the playoffs, Cowboys can play Conway Middle School in the playoffs, and I'm gonna be scared. <laughs> <laughs> but in the regular season, I mean, it's like you said about Baltimore. Dallas is Dallas is what you call a regular season hero. I mean, in the in the regular season, you're you're pretty much a dumb to bet against Dallas in the regular season. But when you get yeah. to the playoffs, you're a dumb to bet for Dallas because I mean,
0: yeah, that's a, that's that's a big. And look, me and Matthew talked about it when we <laughs> we made our picks for that game, and I said I made a comment. Dallas won't self destruct this week. They'll wait till next week the divisional round yeah. but um and we
1: both said, um, I <clears throat> I said, I think it's going to be a good game, but Green Bay ain't going to win this game
0: against Dallas. Yeah. I
1: it was it's too soon, but wow, was I wrong?
0: Robbie Burris, I saw you with post-game appearance from Texas. Get off, brother. Let's see. And who I think this is Mark Vick again. What about the line? I used talking about the lines, not going for it on the three-yard line with just seconds left before halftime. Uh, you know, another opportunity there. So who knows? It was a lot of a lot of mess. Maybe it's just his. I first. think
1: that was a Mike McCarthy issue. I don't know.
0: If he would have made it, he's brilliant. Oh, he's talking about yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, but still, birds on, you know for for sure when you're in the playoffs and you're on the road, you don't take points off that board. You you make sure you put points up there and keep that momentum going. Especially you not know, the first time, okay. First time you didn't get it, okay. Second time when you didn't get it, you need to kick that field goal and, and, and cut that momentum off for the 49ers. Only think that's a type of only thing I look forward to every year is watching us beat Dallas every year in the playoffs. That's gotta be more big too. So yeah, gosh, no, but you well, to I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what I think about <clears throat> everything.
2: This year. <laughs> I, I am a realist when it comes to the Cowboys. I am, you know, just like Stephen yeah. Matthew even knows. I'm not one of them fans every year. say we're going to the Super Bowl. Do I love the Dallas Cowboys? Yes, I love them, but I am not one of the fans that we're going to Super Bowl every year. But to me, I do believe Dallas this year was either the second or the third strongest team in the NFC. The t- the strongest team is in the is in the Super Bowl. San Francisco, for Dallas could not compete with San Francisco, but I did not think Dallas was going to lose the Green Bay, at least in that first round. I, I mean, didn't. I did not think so. I, Especially
1: I, I, in the caliber that they lost. I mean, it wasn't just a. That
2: was a it, it was a. It was a beatdown.
1: You know what I mean? That wasn't a close game at all. Yeah, that that that's what really surprised me the most. I mean. Dallas, I hate Dallas. I, I, everybody knows it. Oh. But <laughs> but I can say, like, this year, I was like, man, Dallas is really going to go, like, can go this year. Uh-huh. They look good. I know they look good in the playoffs every year just about. I mean, not the playoffs, but the regular season every year. But it was something about this year. They They just look like bullies against everybody.
0: Except team, the teams were winning that's records.
1: That's true too. I
0: mean, they, yeah, that's the true. Against, yeah, you, got, you got a point there. Yeah. were the ones that they won against teams with winning records were close games. I mean, it, and and granted, I, I mean, I'm not going, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. The Lions game should have been a loss in the in the regular season for the Cowboys. That was a official's mistake. Yeah. Um, so I, I always I thought that if if the uh if the lions got to Dallas, had to play Dallas, that the Lions were gonna come in there really confident that they could beat Dallas, even at, at Dallas, because that that was the way it went down in the uh in the regular season. Um fortunately unfortunately for Eric, we didn't have to worry about that. So uh but I wanna circle back to what Eric I
1: said earlier, um, there's been a lot of talk talking about Mike McCarthy being fired or not. And you said, you know, you think he should have been fired,
2: right? That's correct. So,
1: (laughs) what? I'm not being funny. I might legitimately asking, like, I want to hear it from a Cowboys fan. What do you like? Are you would you be nervous? Like, Mike McCarthy took y'all twelve and five for like what? How many years straight? Three years Three. straight. Okay. <clears throat> would you be afraid that if you fired Mike McCarthy, it would all go backwards and then you'd be 5-12? and 12?
2: No, because I'm not saying as a Dallas fan, do I feel like we had the most talented roster in the NFL? No. But as such as players-wise, Dallas, to me, has a top 10 such as players. I mean, they got the personnel yeah. to do it. So, I mean, Stevie knows just like I know as a coach, you can blame a lot on the coach. You can blame a lot on the players also. I blame that playoff loss a lot, like I said, uh, that Packers, the the zone coverage. Why are you going to zone coverage when you've been playing man coverage all year? And Dallas, I've been, I was saying that during the regular season. Dallas could not find a run game on offense. And I said that was going to hurt when we started – like Stevie said, I mean, everybody said when you start playing winning teams, you yeah. have to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And we're not running the ball. And Dallas was not running the ball. That And uh, Pollard proved me wrong. I thought Pollard could maybe be a every down back. But this year he proved me wrong.
0: Yeah. Well, Matthew, I, to, yeah. To, to talk about what you said about McCarthy, if McCarthy wasn't there. Eric, who was the coach before McCarthy? Uh, yeah, that was my next uh, question.
2: Jason Garrett, old clappy.
0: Okay. What did yeah. they, what did they, how many times did they get to the playoffs?
2: I mean, they still went to, I mean, that, you got to think about Prescott's years. They, they still
0: went to the playoffs, right? They, they, That's it right. Was pretty, That's correct. It was pretty much the same thing that they're doing now with McCarthy, right?
1: <clears throat> yes.
0: Okay. I mean, there's your answer right there it do i think it it's time for another coach in dallas yeah i agree with eric he probably should have been fired i sure don't think they should have come out that quick and said he'll be back next year the first thing i said when they did that was okay cowboy fans you want to be mediocre again next year or you want to be dominant in the regular season and losing the playoffs that's what you're going to get you know and jerry jones is responsible for it now um Let's see, Cole Rose, one of my former players. Look at that pretty mug and uh, Mike McCarthy is a head coach, not an offensive coordinator. Okay, so Mike. I McCar-
2: agree. I yeah. I agree a hundred percent with that. And I'm gonna tell you how I feel on on that part. What you just said about the McCarthy thing, mm-hmm. with the Jason Garrett, you go back. All right, like now Dallas is looking for a defensive coordinator. Right. Why? Why are you not calling at least – to me, I feel, you know, This maybe my own personal opinion, I think we should call Bill Belichick because you're talking about keeping McCarthy for at least one year. If if you want somebody to be your successor and you feel comfortable firing McCarthy, as Jerry Jones would say, why not – I mean, Bill Belichick is probably the – if not one of the winners coaches of all
0: time. Hey, right, hold on one second. Let me – let me, and I'm going to put this – I'm getting ready to put this comment that just came in after after I make this point about Belichick. You remember Parcell's tenure at Dallas? Yes, sir. What happened – what was the reason you think Parcell's left Dallas?
2: I think I'm reading the comment now with Cole Rose. At
0: the- oh, no, I know. No, that ain't a comment I'm going to put up. But just to answer, what do you th- – why do you think Parcell's left Dallas?
2: Why do I think Jerry
0: Jones? Now Belichick and th- Belichick comes from that same mold. You know how many years did he coach under Belichick? He was there under Belichick. I mean, under Parcells for a yep. long time. But
2: Jets, Patriots.
0: Yeah, he's not gonna deal with with Jerry well. He he's he's not he's not from that mindset where he's gonna have a owner coming up and saying, hey, we're going to do this, and you're going to do this, you're going to do it." That. that ain't Belichick. That is the main reason Belichick, I don't think Belichick will end up in Dallas. But this right here, I think would have been a good pickup for you. The fact that I, this guy, I, I agree.
1: Boy, can somebody read it to me? Huh? Can somebody read it? I can't. And
0: Mike Vrabel. Robbie Burstall said they uh-huh. need Mike Vrabel. The fact that this guy doesn't uh, doesn't have a head coaching job right now and the reason yeah. they gave for that because he's too big, what? They said the reason – a lot of things said the reason he didn't get a coaching job right now after he got fired from Tennessee because he didn't get a lot – him and the ownership had uh, some disagreements, was because he was too big. He's a good coach. And and Robbie Birdsong said it right here. And he meant to say they lack dis- discipline. He went to Northeast. He didn't take spelling class, but he, he corrected himself in a minute. But they lack discipline. And I agree, Birdsong. Vrabel would have discipline over that team.
2: And I agree. If Dallas couldn't get Belichick, sorry, to cut you off. If Dallas couldn't get Belichick, I would want them to get Mike Vrabel. Like I, you said. I, you need, you need somebody that can be a you, – you know, if Dallas didn't bring up Vrabel, I'm a, I am think another guy on the Cowboys coaching staff that a lot of people don't talk about, I think would be a good defensive coordinator is Al Harris he used to play. You know, he's our defensive back coach. Right. I mean, you look at – I mean, with Diggs or Bland, I mean, Bland broke the pick six this uh, record this year. And, and Diggs, you know, before he got hurt, he, I mean, he had great years. I mean, I don't, I don't know who Dallas is going to hire, but I, I would prefer Belichick over Vrabel if I had, if I, I had to it. pick between them two.
0: I'll, I'll go on record and say this right now. If, if we had fired Mike Tomlin this year, and all the coaches that were available out there, Vrabel would have been my first choice because I, I like him. He, he Me got. He turned things around in Tennessee. He's he's younger. He outwitted Belichick a couple of times when when they matched up with him. And, you know, I just think he's a good coach. I would love to see Brable in Pittsburgh. So, and, you know, Matt, there's talk about him getting a coordinator job. I'd take the year off. Maybe do some commentating. There's some head coaching jobs going to come open, and, I, and maybe it won't be they won't not hire him because of his he had big he is or something.
1: Not I was goal surprised goal. that some like,
0: Belichick will never come. He will never have control like he wants. Can I and Jerry can Jones I is on? way
1: too spoken? He's way too public. he's, he's Bill Belichick, somebody like Bill Belichick needs somebody that stands back. You know what I'm saying? That that stays on the way. Jerry Jones does not. Jerry Jones is very uh, public and open, and you, that wouldn't go well with Bill.
0: What you gonna say, Eric? About the what Bears I was Bulls? gonna
2: say is a lot of people hate the Dallas Cowboys for one reason. Most time, people say it's the fans. Do I feel like the fan? As a fan, some a lot of the fans are outrageous. That, like I said, they're not realists. But what gets people hyped up every year is, is Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones every year. I'm going all in. He done said it already. I'm going all in. We're going to the Super Bowl. Well, it's been almost 30 years, Jerry. We ain't we ain't even smelled <laughs> an NFC championship yet. I'm at, like you said, I'm 30 years old. I'm at time they one. I was in diapers. That's why I said, you know, when the Cowboys go to the NFC championship now or Super Bowl, whatever happens in my lifetime, I can say I've been a real Dallas fan because I've been through the tough times.
0: Yeah, you, you, you have. I, I was looking on my on my phone if I still had it. One of those realist cowboy fans. Every year, I see him and he comes up and he's first thing he says, "The confetti's gonna fall come February and the Cowboys are gonna be winning the Super Bowl." He says it every year. If I could find that video, I'd play it for you right now, but. Evidently, I've got rid of it somewhere. But yeah, I mean, and look, don't think that I think it, cowboys are the only team that that have fans like that. Every every team has fans like that, but there there's a couple of teams that have more than than just a little bit. And uh, the cowboys, well, it depends on where you're at, especially around here. You know, because they'll, they'll bring out the cowboy stuff when right before the season starts. They'll be decked out in all cowboy stuff. And then about December, they'll start going away a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. But, I don't
1: know if y'all seen the uh, post-conference <clears throat> um, with Jerry Jones when Green Bay beat Dallas in the playoffs. But they asked him and they said, you know, what about Mike McCarthy's job? And he said I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I've not thought that far out. And the interviewer said, "You have you not know, no, you have you didn't think about if y'all were going to lose or not?" He said, "No, he said I didn't even think about, you know, what what going to happen we look going to if we lost cuz I didn't think we were going to lose."
0: All right. That me... tells
1: you right there it's like, all right, you only live for the moment and you're like a too much of a hype man." You're the business. You're the owner of that team. You got sure. to think of all scenarios for the future of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Jerry, Jerry is a businessman. He Jerry, is. Yes, Jerry is main concern right here is about put butts in the seats and making sure that his team turns a profit first. Now he may say. Yeah. I want that Super Bowl. I want to. All he, all he wants to, but his first priority is making sure they they make money, um, and
1: that's why I say he's too much of a hype man. Because yeah. I don't think he's thinking about, well, what if we lose? What about them? What what we what do we need to do to win? He's more of a, let's get these fans pumped up, uh, and, and excited for this season, and making them think we're gonna win. <laughs>
0: The main thing with Jerry that brings tickets, that brings jerseys. The main thing Jerry needs to do is sit up there in the in the in the press box and let sure. hire a GM and stay out of the. He he writes, he signs the checks. let the GM uh, make the football decision and the coach make the football decisions. I that mean, is. let's let's look at Cole Rose. Cole Rose had some some uh, comments should be illegal to say you're interested in a coach while they are still playing. Dan Quinn made horrible calls in that playoff game. Behind Dan Quinn and some of these other coaches getting hired are 2-1 side of the ball focused. And here goes Washington firing Rivera for Dan Quinn. Um, now It's not illegal to say you're interested. It's illegal for them. I mean, I could say right now, you know, Pittsburgh could be interested in so-and-so and so-and-so, but that don't mean they're going to get him. I see what, I, I in a way, I see what you're talking about, Cole. You can't be negotiating with another coach while, while they're still in the playoffs. But it was, it's just like with Detroit, everybody, uh, Washington, Carolina, uh, there was somebody else was saying they wanted Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator. They were all talking about no, that. Seattle. Seattle, yeah. Seattle wanted Ben, you know, but. Guess what? He stayed with Detroit. He had um he says he's got unfinished business. So I mean saying it, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying in a way, but I don't think Dan Quinn Dan Quinn at that time of that game was not Washington's first choice as head coach. Believe me. He was not the second choice either. Do y'all realize that guy flew in coach when they, they brought him in to announce him as the head coach of the, of the uh, commanders. He flew coach. They didn't bring him in like first class. He was like he's probably like the fourth choice to be honest with you. So I don't know. Like a worst case scenario. <laughs> yeah, I mean he was like okay we can't get him. <laughs> Quinn's still over here. Let's put a let's put a pin and Quinn over here, and then they had they had to take that pin out and get him because it was getting crunch time. But I still don't. You know, Washington probably should have got Vrabel too. I, that would be as a, as a, I'm not a commander. Fan. I, my mom is a diehard Washington fan. I, I, I would have loved for her situation to see him, them get Vrabel. I don't know about Quinn. We'll see. He may turn out all right, but I just think about 28 to 3 every time I think about Dan Quinn.
2: Yeah, I don't blame you on that one. And Dan Quinn, he, to me, I hate to see him go to Dallas, but like I said, with the, playoff game that that upset me i'm like with cole was did he throw it on purpose i mean is it was he just ready to go ahead for the head coaching job or what because
0: quinn- i don't i don't think so i think look if, if you look you know you always talk about and you made the comment earlier certain teams seem to have dallas's number right that's and right even, even before quinn got there but since quinn got there how many times has he beat San Francisco? None and one win over Green Bay and since they've been there there's certain offenses that Quinn's defense doesn't match up well with and those two or right. don't match up well now that's when I blame Quinn because you got to make adjustments there you can't you can't be so stuck in your ways that you say okay, I don't care what they they uh, say we're gonna do this. We're going to do it this way. We're going to keep doing it this way. I've seen coaches. I've had coaches in high school. Look, one of our coaches in high school, we practiced a certain offense all week, playing a big rival game that week. We were going to surprise these people. This was before the days of watching film on YouTube or Huddle or whatever. There was no such thing. We hadn't run this offense against anybody. Brand new that week. We come out first play of the game. I'll never forget it. We come out that first play. And you hear the big defensive lineman when they see us come out in that formation. Yell shift. They knew what we were doing, and they shifted right into our offense. We could not talk that coach into changing that offense. He would not change it. He said it's gonna work. It's gonna work. So, I mean, that, that's just hard-headed, being hard-headed and thinking your way is the highway. But you get you can't do that all the time. Cole, Cole Rose said also to chime in on Lamar, he should not be MVP, hot take. Tyler Huntley could run the team the same way Lamar does. And okay. Tyler Huntley had av- – av- evidently, uh, I'm not the only one because a couple years ago I said this when Tyler – well, maybe it was last year. When Lamar was injured at the end of the year, um, I thought Huntley threw the ball better. He had a better touch than Lamar did. (laughs) Now, he couldn't run the ball. He wasn't explosive like Lamar was, quite as explosive, but he could get some yards with his feet. I mean, it's it's the same thing, whether it's Huntley or Lamar. They flop in the playoffs, and they did it again this year. So, Super Bowl 58. Sunday. What time are we talking about? 6.30? That's, a, that's kickoff probably like 6.38 or something like They had to put something different in there. Reba McIntyre singing the National Anthem. Usher is the Halftime Show. And the Chiefs and Taylor Swift versus the San Francisco 49ers. So, let's look at this. If you're going into this game as the let's say the chief's head coach what are you trying to do to stop the 49ers on offense right look here's here's what I'm doing you know Purdy is mr irrelevant great story he's in the Super Bowl last draft pick of, of his year and he is t- taking these to the, to the Super Bowl. there's been some games he's struggled this year. And well, mostly when Debo's not in that game, if he's hurt, Purdy kind of struggles because I think he's kind of like his his big weapon. He's who he looks for. And I'm I'm making I'm trying to at least the first part of the game. I'm trying to make calls where you know stop the run and make Purdy beat. Me. I'm getting getting pressure on. I, I'm pressuring him because I'm gonna tell you this. Everybody's talking about Travis Kelsey. Everybody's talking about Patrick Mahomes. But guess what? The reason the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl this year is that Chiefs defense. Uh, you know, Sneed has come out of nowhere in that sec- that secondary is is really good. Uh, they're one of the, they're, they don't get a lot of credit for that secondary. The front line with Chris Jones. Um, that's that's another thing there. That defense has carried the Chiefs at times to this to the Super Bowl. So that's going to be an interesting matchup and one that I'm wondering I'm wondering how Purdy is going to handle that. I like Brock Purdy. I hope God, I hope he wins this game. And you know if the 49ers win, they tie the Steelers for and the Patriots for most Super Bowl wins. So I I could very easily pull against him, but I'm not going to do that. I'm tired of the whole whole Kansas City Chiefs show. It's time for it to end. But uh, what do you think, Eric? As far as if you're just if you're the Kansas City uh, coach, what are you gonna what are you gonna run? And, you know you run you run the offense sometimes with us. What are you gonna run on offense with Kansas City to try to? to uh offset that San Francisco defense.
2: What I'm gonna tell you is just like I always say San Francisco's team, what you just said, offensively, defensively too, especially offensively, they got so many weapons. So what did I say about the Detroit game? You had to play the time is you know that's a big part of the game controlling the clock.
0: Yeah.
2: And to me what you were talking about, Kansas City, the defense. I think the defense is okay for Kansas City. I think like you said, they're not they don't get talked about enough and they do play good. But I'm gonna tell you who don't get talked about a lot is the Kansas City run game. They run the ball really effective. Pacheco. Yeah, with Pacheco and uh what's the other one? Rice?
0: Rice and yeah. Edward Ed Delaire. They got three that can run the ball. Edwin is kind of slacked off because of the injuries, but he still can can make a difference. But uh, you know, Pacheco and Rice, I like Pacheco. I, re- I do really do like. So why Pacheco. not?
2: So why not run the ball? Why not run the ball? Set set the tone. Let them know, hey, we're not just going to depend on Kelsey and the you know the Kelsey Mahomes show, the Taylor Swift show the win the ball game. We get, we can we can pound it in there just like everybody else can, and set the tone because. To me, what you said about San Francisco is true. The only way you're gonna stop them is if you could get in Purdy's head. Because yeah. you got McCaffrey, you got Debo, yeah. you got IU. kid. I mean, I could keep going. You put San Francisco you, has the best offense in the NFL.
0: You, you, <laughs> you uh <laughs> I'm laughing at some of these comments coming in here. Who the heck is Mahomet? Mahomes can't do that. Is this the homie the clown? Uh, Birdsong's got big fingers, evidently. He can't type. Can't type real good. Um, but yeah, I, I put eight in the box and, and and try to stop McCaffrey, and then let it let it ride on on uh, Purdy. See what he can do. See if he makes mistakes. See if he you know he's never been in this big game before. Um, see if he makes some mistakes. But you know. What I would like to do, and I agree with you, Eric, as far as the Kansas City offense, how many times have you heard me say over there coaching, you know what, I'd like to start this game off and just run like a 10 or 11 play drive, just pounding it down their throat, and score a touchdown, and set the tone there, and let them know, hey, I can run on you when I want to. I I can move the ball on the ground anytime I want to. So, I, that that would be a good good strategy against that defense because you need to kind of slow that deep that, that 49ers defense is fast. They are all over the place. And you need to kind of slow them down. But uh, you know, you got a veteran like Mahomes, and somehow I can't figure it out. Every team has a problem figuring out where damn Travis Kelsey is. He managed to get wide open at least two plays a game. How do you leave Travis Kelsey wide open? I don't. I don't. That's just mean, like
2: when you used to play Dallas with Jason Witten. It was Jason like he's slow Whitten. as ever, but how to be wide open?
0: Come across the middle, wide open. So I don't know how many times. So on the other side of the ball, you, San Francisco's coach. What do you do to stop that uh, Kansas City offense? And what do you what are you going to run? What kind of offense are you going to run to to kind of offset that Kansas City defense? I think you gotta you gotta get. The way I like to do it, Purdy, if if he's in a, in this big game, who knows what kind of nerves he might have? You can't ever tell until you get there. Get him some short passes, maybe maybe get a, some swing passes to McCaffrey. Get the ball McCaffrey's hand as much as you can. Swing pass to McCaffrey, or maybe a little tight end screen to Kittle to to start the game to get him in rhythm, and then let him go from there. Have McCaffrey run the ball. Um, yeah, uh Snead is shutting somebody down, somebody said on Facebook. So, but you got to get pressure. You got to get pressure on Mahomes. On defense. I'm,
2: I'm, what I think about the uh, think about the San Francisco to me, you know, like I said I call offense plays sometime would you I would if I could call anybody's thing in football it'd be San Francisco. Because they got all the weapons I would want. Oh yeah. And I would I would tell you I would run sweeps, jet sweeps, you know, screens, stuff like that all game. But I would hit you, but I would hit you with bombs when you would least expect it. You know, I'd go trips one side with kid on and Iuke and them on that side and then line up, you know, devils right here on the right and go uh McCaffrey and and, and Debo and you just sit there, fake a screen, and fake a screen to McCaffrey and run a wheel route with Debo and hit him deep, and that's like, how how do you stop it? You can't stop it.
0: Robbie Burrisall makes a good point here. Kittle has to step up. I agree. I agree. Kittle may be the key part of that offense moving the ball because if they key on McCaffrey, if they key on McCaffrey, Kittle has got to find a way to get open. He's got to do some Travis Kelsey stuff and, and find a way to, to get in. Whether if they're playing zone, he's got to find a soft spot in the zone, get some yards. Um, Cole Rose, just like I said, get to Mahomes just like Brady. Um, Mahomes. The only difference I see when you get to Mahomes and you flush him out of the pocket, he's a little bit different than Brady when you flush him out of the pocket. If, I you think he's better pocket, out of the pocket. He's got. He, yeah, he's better. You got. You got, when you get that pressure, you got to make sure you contain him. You can't let him get outside and start rolling because he makes plays with his feet. He, he, and the longer he runs that at last scrimmage, he's looking for somebody to get open. He manages to wait to the last second to get somebody open. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, <laughs> get pressure on it. When, you, when I'm talking about get pressure, you get, need to get pressure up the middle and get it quick in there and get to him a couple of times, get him frustrated. I agree, Cole. Just he gets frustrated just like Brady does when he gets when he gets foot on the ground a little bit. He he can't stand that. So yeah, you get pressure on on Mahomes. They got, I mean, they got more than a chance. I think this is gonna be a this is gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna come now to the end. Um who do I want to win? We'll go around the horn with this. First of all Matthew, are you there? see you're muted, so maybe you're not there at the moment. All right, we'll start with Eric. I'm here. There he is. Who do you got winning this game, and what's the score?
1: Well, I think San Francisco is going to put pressure on Mahomes. I think a lot of people, I know they're there. I know they are there, and if they would have figured out their scheme already, they would be there. But I think San Francisco is smart. Um, on the field and on the sidelines and i think they're going to get pressure down the middle of the homes and blitz heavy you know why because they can
0: um I get stone cold too stone cold. <laughs> that's the bottom line because the 49 have said so All right
1: got- it, and but i think the san francisco is going to win i think it's gonna be 31 27.
0: Robbie Bird's song, you have to frustrate Mahomes early. Maybe a penalty or two to make him destruct. I agree. Yes. Uh, Facebook use KC defense too physical on the interior for the Niners. We'll see about that. You got, I mean, you got Trent Williams on the offensive line. I mean, you, you don't get more much more physical than that guy. I don't know who. in, They're picking Kansas City 28 17. All right, Eric, you're up next, bud. Let's get your let's get your thoughts well, on the-
2: I say Kansas City, which I'm with you. I want San Francisco to win one because I would like to see Kittle and McCaffrey get one. Yeah. Especially McCaffrey, you know, all them years in Carolina. As a Dallas fan, you know, you you still got to side for the home team a little bit, you know, kind of, come on. But I would like to see San Francisco win, but I have Kansas City winning 34 to 31. And San Francisco, went. I told you. Kansas City is going to mean, excuse me. San Francisco, going, <laughs> San Francisco is going to go down there and score and tie the game at 31. And it's going to leave about 20 to 25 seconds left up there for Mahomes. And Mahomes is going to do what he normally does, like Brady, Mahomes Magic. And knowing my luck, he's going to hit Kelsey. And they kick about a 50 55 yard field goal. And Kelsey proposes to taylor swift and then it's the dream everybody wanted not Good. really <laughs> i don't want it but i feel like that's what's gonna happen
0: kansas city wins and taylor swift drops her new album right there on the field um <laughs> no I, look my heart says san francisco <laughs> i mean it really I, does because i'm like Eric. Uh, uh somebody said <laughs> dude you're a dallas fan you have no saber who is that that Mark Vick, identify yourself. I want to hear why he has no say in this. I want to hear that that your reason for why he has no say. Because if it's Mark Vick, he's a fan just like you are. Oh, it's Dion. Dion, This okay. Okay. This is this is former ECU uh star wide receiver from the 91 Peach Bowl team, Dion Johnson. So uh yeah, Dion let me know did you is this your pick up here kansas city 28 to 17. let me know what your pick is dion has been a big uh big supporter of the show he's been uh he's been he's been on the show several times and you very entertaining uh okay that was dion's pick dion's picking kansas city 28 17. robert that was just wrong yeah uh, robert matthews um as far as like I said, I want to see McCaffrey get a get a ring. He, you know, that guy deserves it. And Purdy, just the story with Mr. Irrelevant and to see if he would win a Super Bowl as a starting quarterback, that would be amazing. Um Mahomes. I'm tired of Mahomes. And look, everybody said, Well, are you tired of Taylor Swift? I, look, I got to thinking about this whole Taylor Swift deal last week and eric Eric, both of you guys this was before your time back when the the lakers had showtime there were stars all over that sidelines and one of the main ones that got mentioned all the time was jack nicholson now was jack nicholson dating magic johnson no of course not but it's not taylor Swift's fault that she's dating Travis Kelsey. It's not her fault that they put the camera on her all the time. That's the NFL trying to cash in on Taylor Swift. That's all that is. So, drop the whole Taylor Swift thing. I'm like you. It comes down to the end. I think it's going to be like a 31-28 win for for the Chiefs, the Chiefs kick a field goal near the end. And, and I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope I'm wrong. I want to see the Niners with <laughs> Dion said, tell that co-host Jerry Jones starting quarterback next season. He tired of that crap. Hey. Hey, Robert, Robert, we I don't care play. who
2: plays I don't care who plays quarterback, as long as somebody can bring us to the NFC championship in my lifetime at least.
0: Yeah, we we talked about will not getting every <laughs> cover aside. That that's that's <laughs> insane. That is just ridiculous, but yeah. So all of us are picking. Oh, Matthew, you picking San Francisco, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> dude, let me tell you, Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Yeah, I think that's right. I can never keep up with the. I'm like somebody. Yeah. I was looking for a yeah. podcast today. They need to stop with the damn Roman numerals now and just put the regular numbers out, out there. Yeah. So. I, I'm looking forward to it. I, it's hard to believe it's already the end of the year, and soon we'll be talking about mock drafts and all of this. Um, look, here we go. John Michael Timberlake, just for your info, Carolina Hurricanes Martin Nichols has a hat trick in the first period tonight if you follow hockey. Canes up 3-2 on the ass. <laughs> look. This Dion, is they're hammering you, Derek. I'm sorry. We don't need to bring you on. We all going to be dead. It's going to be in the next life, bro, when they go to the NFC Championship game. Robbie Mm -hmm. going to say San Fran's going to fold like Detroit. I hope not. I hope to see – you know, I want to see a good game. And we've had some good games. It's been a while since we've seen a blowout. So, hopefully it's a good game and uh, just – I don't know. I'm ready for it. Hopefully San Francisco gets the win. Um, any last words from you two before we get out of here?
2: I wanted to let you know that I appreciate you letting me come up here and all the <laughs> all the junk talk to me about the Cowboys. But next year, let's please God up in heaven. If you're a
0: Cowboys fan, please bring us to the NFC Championship. <laughs> I ain't I ain't one of the
2: fans that go to the Super Bowl, but please bring us to the NFC Championship.
0: Man is praying to God. Dion, if you're still like that, ain't you a Carolina fan? I think that's what I remember right. Or is it a Patriots fan? I can't remember.
1: If he's a Carolina fan, he ain't got much you know, he ain't got much say so either. More that's no right. more than Eric does.
0: All right. Last 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 word from you, Matthew. Uh random
1: fact. Did you what do you, what team has the least amount of blue. Huh? What team in the NFL has the least amount of blue? And they and their uh logo. Well there's a lot of them
0: that don't even have blue. So what I mean
1: I'm talking about what team that has blue in them has the least amount of blue.
0: Yeah, I don't know. You heard you know mm mm. I don't Steals. know. What
2: I don't
0: know. Steelers, we don't have any blue in our exactly. List. <laughs> I don't get the question. I, get, I just said there's a lot of teams that don't have blue in it. Yeah. What about the team? You and you just said, Yeah, you, you look, you know, every you time the
1: I team do it, that I have blue up. in it, I don't want blue in, I don't want blue in our logo. I'm, I'm good, you way. know, you I, know, I got to come yellow, up with something yellow. crazy, huh? You
0: know, uh, I yeah,
1: got, yeah, to you you got, got to come up with something crazy every time
0: I get up here. <laughs> All right, Dion's making some comments, Steve Purdy gonna play like Purdue chicken wings, okay. Ha <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. It sounds like you're gonna be you. Are you? Have you converted to a Kansas City fan, Dion? By the way, Dion, make sure to tell your son, happy 16th birthday of yesterday. I, I did. I did mention it on Facebook. So, 16 years old. That guy's gonna be. It looks like he's gonna be a beast too. Panthers to the Super Bowl 2075. <laughs>
2: That'd probably be the year Cowboys play the Panthers in the NFC Championship.
0: <laughs> it, might be, it might be that <laughs> Prescott's grandson is gonna be playing quarterback for never never bet against Mahome. Yeah, well that's true too. That's Ray. the truth. But,
2: that is the truth. You couldn't bet against Brady, Brady. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: He's the he's the next Tom Brady, that's for sure. Um I thought that was
1: Lamar Jackson, Stevie.
0: Yes. That's almost as stupid as the blue comment while you're at it. There is not blue on it. Where do you guys see blue on a Steelers helmet at? Well, <laughs> Who's saying it is? It's black and yellow. The song is about the black and yellow song is about the Steelers colors black and yellow, black and yellow. Oh, yeah. oh. Matthew, I'm not going to start rapping either. So I'm going to get I'm you. Not saying, come on, now. I'll give you a beat. We will have to bring Cole DeLoach on to do take care of that. Oh yeah, I mean. old Loach. old Loach. All right, before we go, guess guess what I'm going to mention before we go, and I know they lost last night, but uh, Jared Jared Johnson, if you listen, how about them Tar Heels? How about what happened in what happened in uh the Dean Dome the other night? I don't care who we lost to since then, we whipped y'all. So. Take it, take it. The three little star things. Hold on, let me let me go get I my Steelers th- helmet. I know one of the little stars is red. Hey, he's right. Robert is right. One of the stars is blue. There Imagine. you go. Now yeah, that's exactly that. why. You that?
1: Yes, I did. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Look, I'll let you dig that hole yourself. Sure. And you then did. You would have thought about it, and you would have looked it up, and be like, "Damn." I just said Matt was crazy oh, right on there. Wrong. I was wrong on that,
0: but yeah.
1: I just said Matt
0: was – that was just as stupid as the uh, blue comment just a second ago. All right, the keep in the whole, buddy. That, the Lamar Jackson comment was the stupidest comment you've made in a in a, in a long time. <laughs> but I want the blue one though, right? One, uh-huh. one, I I'll take it back. i retract that statement. Uh-huh. i take it back. I'll admit when I'm wrong. All
1: uh-huh. right.
0: I want a discount on that store things that you need to talk to Frank Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, look, you can talk to John Michael. Maybe John Michael can hook you up. Uh. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it for this week on the final score. We hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl and hope you didn't get too turned off for, by, from the NFL by that freaking joke. They called the pro bowl. Now, uh, I didn't even watch that. I don't know about y'all. I didn't even watch these. And I haven't
1: watch. watched it in years. This is jokes.
0: football games now. The Pro Bowl games now. Uh, so, anyway, you guys Sorry. have a great week. Thank you, Eric, for joining tonight. Matthew, I'm glad you're feeling better.
2: Appreciate
0: you guys, have a, have a great week. Enjoy your Super Bowl. Your Super Bowl parties. If you got any, hey, y'all got any Super Bowl parties with some good food? Y'all want to invite us to? We'll we'll crash the party for you. But. uh, We'll see you next week. Hey, I got one more thing to say, Reno. Oh, don't you do it. Don't you do it. Oh, fuck them Cowboys. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> I had to let it out one time, Reno.
1: Yeah, it
0: was, it was, All right. It was Hold it. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you next week on the final score. Still got